0: Welcome to Heart Sounds, where we explore the spiritual life with the aim of living well. I'm your host, Steve Harper. Last week, we began to explore the sixth and final basic question in our look at the spiritual life the how question. How do we live the spiritual life? The last episode was an overview of that question. Today, we begin to drill into some of the specifics. We begin with awakening. The world's religions begin with awakening. They teach the necessity of awakening. They teach it as the starting point for living the spiritual life, for living, as we might say, with eyes wide open. Hindus have a word for it. They call it prajna. Perhaps you know the word Buddha means one who is awake. And in the Christian tradition, Jesus told his disciples that he wanted them to have eyes that see and ears that hear. And Paul later said the same thing when he wrote, Awake, sleeper, and Christ will shine on you. So however you put it, whatever word you give to it, the idea of waking up is when the spiritual life begins to be lived. What we discover when we look at awakening is that it usually comes in a process of what Walter Brueggemann calls disorientation, or what Richard Rohr calls disorder. It's this in-between time, a time that can be uh, disruptive, that can be a time of disorientation, a time of suffering sometimes, uh, system failure, the old way just doesn't seem to work anymore. We see this in Buddha, who lived in luxury and in the palace for many of his years. But when he sneaked out onto the street, he had four sights of an old man, a sick man, and a dead man, and then finally a holy man that moved him to leave behind everything that he had had up to that point and go sit under the bow tree until he experienced enlightenment. The temptations of Jesus in the wilderness are similar experiences of moving from one phase of life to another so that Jesus could return to Nazareth and say in the synagogue, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me and has anointed me. It was his time of awakening. It was his time of enlightenment. Awakening sets up a ripple effect. That experience, that encounter of waking up, sets some things in motion. In the New Testament, Paul describes it as emancipation, a being set free. Paul wrote in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, For freedom, Christ has set you free. Uh, when we read it backwards, it almost makes more sense. Christ has set you free for freedom. Isn't that an interesting way to put it? Christ has set us free so we can be free. Uh, When we're not living in Christ, when we're not living in that state of awakening, we're not free. We're in some kind of box. We're in some kind of system. We've sold our soul to some company store, uh, and it takes an awakening to break that spell and to liberate us from that kind of captivity. And once that occurs... The religions of the world say we experience expansion. Life begins to grow in all directions. We've talked about this some in the previous episodes, but today is another time to bring up the fact that the spiritual life increases in depth and in width. We we explore things in greater detail, but we also find that, that the things that matter most are seen all over the place. Seen in the universe, seen in the cosmos. When the Christians declared Jesus as Lord, they were not putting him into a box. They were declaring what the book of Revelation says in chapter one, verse seventeen, that he's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Go in all directions, and eventually you run into the universal Christ. It's what Paul wrote and said Christ is all and in all. This is this is what the religions of the world teach. They teach enlightenment. They teach emancipation. They teach expansion. In the Christian tradition, we've come to often refer to this as a new birth. It's what Jesus talked with Nicodemus about in John chapter 3. It's like being born again, a fresh start, a new beginning. It literally means born from above which is that whole idea of awakening, the light shines into us and we begin to see things and hear things, as Jesus put it in Mark. We see things and hear things, eyes to see and ears to hear in ways we never have before. And once you do, there's no turning back. In awakening, God comes to us and says, let's get started. There's a lot to see. And in that enlightenment, in that emancipation, in that expansion, we respond to God, yes, there really is a lot to see. I'm ready. As this episode draws to a close, I hope you have found the comments on awakening to be helpful. If you have and you know others you think would benefit from what we've talked about today, please tell them about Heart Sounds so they can become part of the journey. Remember the Heart Sounds Facebook page where I expand on what I'm saying here in these episodes and give you links so that you can take these ideas even further. Be on the lookout for the next Heart Sounds episode. It's coming soon.